All right, welcome back to another special edition of the Art and Science of Running podcast. Today we're joined by Gerard Morales and Manu Villaseca, who join us from Catalonia. Um, Gerard, Manu, how are you? Hi, uh, everything okay? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're we're surviving the the difficult situation we're going through right now, but but we're we're good. Everything okay? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Can you give us a sense of what 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 is everything? I, I mean, I, I think around the world, we're all dealing with different um, conditions and circumstances related to the coronavirus outbreak. Um, but what's going on where you live? What what restrictions are you experiencing with your day to day lives? Um, how has that impacted your work, your training, your mindset? Yeah. Uh, so everything, I, I suppose everywhere, but here things happen really, really fast. Uh, when it started in China, we were, we were making jokes about it and thinking that Chinese were just freaking out, uh, because of a flu. And suddenly things started getting more and more serious until it hit Italy and to my surprise, uh, when it hit Italy, the borders were still open. And I think maybe this is the reason why I never took it too seriously, because I thought um, if this is serious, uh, the borders would, would have been closed a long time ago. But they were just open and people were just traveling and until it got here. Yeah, we... Uh, I'm a teacher in a in a school in in Moya, the town we live in, and the kids. Uh, it was funny because my my young kids, like six, seven years old, they came to class, and they said, "Oh, so coronavirus got to uh, Barcelona, and uh, coronavirus got to Manresa, and it was getting closer and closer." And I was just saying, like, forget coronavirus and let's go back to class. And, and yeah, it was, I get the feeling it was like from night to day. Uh, suddenly I went to work on Wednesday, everything was okay. And Thursday I got a message from my boss saying we needed to have a meeting because she had to close the school. And, and when she did, I thought, ah, oh, okay, so two weeks at home, that's nice. I'll have time to read a book, I'll do yoga, I'll do dedicate time to things I, I never have time and I'm always complaining. And and suddenly it was uh, over the weekend she thought about it and she decided to to have virtual classes. So we had to adapt to that very quickly. And I had a very, very stressful first week of quarantine. And not being able to go out, not being able to run. We live in an apartment. It's really hard. I think we're very active and, and we are trying to deal with this, but, but it's quite hard. And Gerard... Uh, uh, for me, it's, <laughs> not, it's not a good situation because I'm a I'm teacher, tennis teacher. And I stopped working one one two weeks ago uh, because uh, we can we can work uh, in a club in a tennis club, and now I have a long a long lo lot of time for to do everything. But uh, but I prefer to to stay outside to 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 do sport to 
to do bike uh, run and now it's impossible because we live in a, in Moya it's uh, 50 kilometers from Barcelona but but uh, we can go out we can go walk we can walk uh, on the road we can we can do anything now it's it's not it's not good but uh, we hope to uh, to start a new life again and and uh, and I have the ¿cómo se dice? Esperanza. the hope I have the hope to to uh, everything change a little bit because we need yeah so you you can't leave the house at all for anything or what what are reasons that you can leave the home, your your apartment uh, we can we can leave to take the dog out and fortunately we got a dog uh, I think a week puppy. before yeah a puppy <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was a miracle <laughs> because at least we have the excuse to go out because we can yeah. take the dog out but okay. we're we're not allowed to to go out for a run or do any sports we cannot go together either oh so, wow uh the other day actually we we were walking the dog together it was a saturday or a sunday and because we we live the town we live is we live in is very small we i don't know i think we have Six like thousand people yes yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we live in the last building. So what we see, uh, if we look out the window, we see fields or we don't see anything. And if we go out, we won't see anybody. So we just went out for a walk uh, near the apartment where we live to take the dog out. But we went together. And this lady, she was in her garden and she saw us. And she was very rude and very aggressive. saying First, because she didn't see the dog because it's a puppy. So she was yelling at me, asking me if I had a dog, and I said yes. And she said, where? Because I cannot see it. Until she saw it, and she was saying, ah, okay. And then suddenly she said, but you cannot go out together. And I answered saying that we live together, because I I think that <laughs> if we're, we're only the two of us and, and the dog, it it wouldn't be a problem. We didn't, we didn't see anybody or we didn't touch anyone. We didn't do anything, but she, she started yelling at me and she said very aggressive things like, uh, the world is like it is because of people like you. Oh, wow. (laughs) And it's not nice. Yeah. Even though, uh, I know that what she said is not true. It's not nice to hear something some, having someone say this to you when, when in fact you, you try to do, you try to be a, a good person to everybody and, and you try to be uh, correct and polite. Yeah. Maybe if, if we had gone for a run, nobody would have seen us, but we haven't done it. We're, we're respecting the fact that we can't. So, so I was, I was very sad when she said that. And yeah, we can we can go to the supermarket, and if we do, we we have to wait for our turn. We have to wait outside. Uh, we need to keep a two meter distance from another person. People are wearing masks, and people are terrified. And and yeah, uh, I think we're just entering. Uh, we haven't reached the peak yet, so we expect 
things to go worse next week and, and maybe the week after. So we still got a long way to go. Oh, man. Uh, I'm so, so sorry that you're in that position. Um, it's it's sad and scary to see what what happens when people... Um, when people are afraid and the things that they say or the, um, things continue to change here as well in, in Canada and, and some of the things that have been said, kind of like you said about the borders closing and, and I, I think Canada did everything in their power to keep borders open as long as possible, both so that all of the Canadians that were overseas could return home but also because uh, Canada's, uh, other than some of the exports that Canada has, Canada relies quite heavily on a lot of imports, just like much of North America and much of the world. Um, and so I think they were, and, and in Canada kind of has an open border policy uh, relative to other countries. They uh, like to see themselves as, it's a bit more civil and diplomatic. Uh, and so even though there were travel restrictions, especially from certain countries that had been impacted a lot, Canada kept their borders open uh, to all of those countries. Uh, and and there really were very few restrictions. And then all of a sudden, uh, I mentioned this before uh, in previous podcasts, but uh, I was actually in the U.S. when mm. when. We just got a notice saying, like, get back, like ASAP, because other other countries, particularly the United States, are closing their borders and are, are going to ban travel. And we can't control when commercial airlines and things get shut down coming back. So um, I had to reschedule my flight and get back earlier than I was anticipating. And then, um, uh, you, you know, I, I'm back. And, and the initial instructions when i got back they just handed us a piece of paper and basically said as long as you didn't come from uh as long as you didn't pass through china italy or iran on your way here um just watch for symptoms over the next five to six days uh try to avoid public places but more like guidelines not like okay this is a strict mandate kind of go about your business, but if, if possible, um, have someone else do your grocery shopping for you kind of thing for the next 14 days. Uh, and then actually just last night, uh, the, it became more of a mandate that because people were abusing it, um, it, it became like a mandatory 14 day quarantine or self isolation. Uh, if you're either experiencing symptoms or if you've been, if you've traveled out of Canada, so I think I'm on day 12 now, um, and um, you know, I, it's not other than getting groceries. It's really not that hard for me to, <laughs> to not go to public places. I yeah. I work from home, and I um, but but the hard part is I do have kids. My kids aren't going to childcare. That got shut down. Um, but um, but as far as not being able to really, are you what's that? Are you allowed to run or are you allowed to, to, to train? Uh, yeah. Um, so that's kind of up in the air. And that's one of the things that has been confusing because some people are convinced that, yeah, you should and can be, can do that. You can walk your dogs, you can go out and do whatever you want, uh, including if you're self-isolating, as long as you're not doing it in a group or with other people. 
but I've also had people say that maybe I shouldn't be running outside, even though I'm not like, I'm not going to trails that are frequent. Like I'm not passing through a trailhead even. I'm not <laughs> like, I, I've been sticking to like rural roads, like mm-hmm. away from everyone. Um, like I might, there might be a few cars that pass by, but like uh, really wide shoulders. I might see someone on a bike, but if I, if even if I see someone coming my way or if I pass someone, I cross the road. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm several meters away from anyone, but uh, th- that, that was my understanding of, of the, the paper that I was given when I, when I got here, but then it sounds like it's getting more strict. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I haven't, I haven't gone to a grocery store yet or anything, but, um, so I'm learning, I, I, I'm actually trying to master my, my, uh, my bean and lentil recipes. So I'm <laughs> trying to use, uh, whatever dry goods that we have in the house and, and they'll never be as good as they are in, in Brazil, but I, I'm trying to, to make some really good <laughs> That's black <great>. beans. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, so uh, the the lady was allowed to be in her garden, but but you weren't expected to be out walking, like because she was in her pro- on her property, or what, how is that? How does that work? Yeah. So so yeah, you you inside your property, you don't have a problem. So for example, most of my students they live in houses. And we have gardens. So I always ask them what have they done and and they can exercise a bit because they yeah, they, they live in big houses. We live in an apartment and we have a balcony, that's it. And we have yeah. a puppy, so we need to take yeah, we need to take the dog out. But actually uh I I feel like uh, yeah, when when we leave the house we, we have tried after this happened, even even though I thought we were not doing anything wrong or we were not doing any harm to anybody, uh, we we stopped going out together. Yeah. And and it's I don't know, I, I get the feeling like uh, with Gerard sometimes I say like I cannot do anything with you anymore. And even though we live together I still have a really busy day and I have a, like, I feel I, I don't have time for anything. So I remember writing you and saying, oh, okay, so now I'll have time. And because what I was told when I went home and suddenly everything changed and I understand my boss because she has a business. So I'm working for her and, and I don't need to worry that much because I'm yeah I have a contract but she's the one who owns the business and she needs to find a solution for her school during this this period and and she's totally right we we cannot just say okay goodbye give them homework and not see them again because this is not a two week thing as they told us this is uh, expect now now I think it's uh, we just saw on TV now right in May Maybe they said, yeah, maybe in May students will go back to school if they do, or maybe in June, or maybe some people say in September. So yeah, if you if you have a school, what what do you do now? And and it's good that we have technology in our favor. And 
I struggled a bit the first days because we didn't have the right software and internet was was wasn't that good and we you spoke and the the students uh, heard it ten seconds later and it was insane. But then uh, we got this other app which works a lot better and and actually now I think I can almost have a proper class uh with with little kids it's a bit a bit more challenging but with adults and teenagers uh it's easy and and actually i've been trying to be a little bit more creative with my classes and we had like cooking classes and things i was i thought okay we might as well use uh other things instead of just opening the book and and study as we do just let's use the fact that we're at home and we have other resources and this is what I'm I'm bringing to them now uh, because I understand that they're not happy either and they're bored and and we have to make this entertaining like good time for them yeah I want them to have fun and it's challenging I mean it's challenging you just have to think of teaching in a whole different way and and apart from that I try to carry on with my life normally. So I we have a spinning bicycle, a trainer at home, and <laughs> and with Gerard we're fighting for the <laughs> the bicycle. Uh, and, and yeah, for me, for me to do to do spinning at home, it's so so complicated. It's so hard. And I I did uh, one hour and fifteen, one hour and thirty, and Manu start to do uh, two hours. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Manu, do two hours. Me, it's the same mi- minimum, and I start to do to, to do yeah. to do two hours now, and it's so so hard. It's so hard every day. We compete for everything. Yeah, yeah, we compete for for everything. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. If, she can, if she can do two hours, me, it's the same. <laughs> so we yeah. just ask each other, and I'm like, okay, so. If I do two hours, and sometimes I feel like, okay, because I, I just uh, biked for two hours, now you're going to do two hours and ten just to beat me. And he's, he's laughing like, and I please don't do it. <laughs> but Jacob, today I do two hours and three minutes. <laughs> for Manu, tomorrow, tomorrow it's different. A record. <laughs> two hours and, and five. So, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I had to organize my, my schedule because I realized I was working a lot more than, than I had been working. And uh, if I don't do this, if I, if I 9 a.m. I'm not biking, I, I don't get done with everything I have to do. And it's insane, yeah? It's like I thought I would have time, and I, and I also set my own challenges, like, uh, doing yoga every day is something I said during the quarantine. I, I promise myself I, I'll do this, and and I'm I'm sticking to it. I'm trying to do it, and sometimes it's very stressful because the day ends up being very busy, and I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um I keep hearing oh it must be nice to be able to work from home, and that, that's nice that you're able to like that. Uh, this isn't impacting your business and uh, it, it is nice that I can work from home and, and it, uh, I, I didn't, I, I grew up in a home where we didn't have childcare. Like 
we were either usually <laughs> just kind of left to our own devices or there was usually a parent somewhere to check in with, but, um, we ran around a lot and, uh, um, but I, I'm grateful for the childcare that we've had and for the schools that we've had. Um, if you can imagine we have, a, we have a spin bike and we have a treadmill. We used to actually have two treadmills, but I, I just got rid of one of my treadmills right before this. And so there's me and Amy kind of fighting over the treadmill, but then we also have teenagers that, uh, that are going crazy as well because they can't get together with their friends. And the only time they get outside is to walk the dog. <laughs> um, and so they, want the tread they want to get on the treadmill they're, they're trying to do some online classes um that um some of the the gyms in town are offering and things and so that's that's really good but uh we're trying to work from home school has been canceled until september here uh and so like it's just a, a guarantee like they won't be going back to school uh so they're bored and um so we're all trying to get whatever exercise we can plus stay on top of our work. And then um, I am grateful that I am able to do this from home and I am not complaining in any way. Um, but I, I've never been busier in my entire life ever. Um, especially with this uh, because every single athlete that I've been working with <laughs> that had a race on the calendar sometime in the next like three months yeah. has had a race canceled or postponed or something or their travel has been canceled. And so um, I'm adjusting those plans and then there's just a lot of discussion back and forth because of uh, just kind of ever-changing restrictions or limitations on what they can do for training versus can't um, versus how their job is changing. Um, a number of people have lost jobs already, people that I've been working with. And so I've had those uncomfortable conversations where they've said, hey, you know, this isn't something I can afford anymore. And um, I'm certainly understanding. And I'm, I am trying not to like, I, like if I've created a plan already and they, um, aren't going to be able to pay for a couple months, I just say, you know, <laughs> let's stay in contact. Your plan's already there. It's not like I'm going to delete it. <laughs> um, and, uh, if you can, uh, sign back up when you, get your job and you get your feet back under you. That's, that's what I'm trying to do. Um, I, I know how difficult this can be. Um, same thing with the races that we direct, you know, if, if we, rather than canceling them, we're doing everything we possibly can to at least offer a, a different date and a different venue. Um, sometimes virtual might be the only option, but hopefully, um, you know, we can, we can provide people with the value that they, that they've paid for and that they're expecting. Um, but it's, it's hard on all of us um, because, you know, as far as that goes, if you offer a refund and you've already invested um, the, the money <laughs> that has been paid uh, and the time, uh, uh, there is, eventually there won't be enough money to refund everyone uh, because you've already spent a lot of the money on, on the swag or on the venue or whatever it might be. So, yeah, it's a stressful time for a lot of us yeah yeah yeah. it's very very difficult very challenging yeah how about with you and the I, I know you lead a group um in moya is that how you say yeah, yeah. <laughs> in your in your town yeah. um you've been leading a group um been meeting uh, prior to this um, but you've been doing some things through video 
streaming as well, right? Some yoga and some strength or yeah. what can you tell us what you've been up to? So, so the group, um, they basically, what I do with, uh, with them is that I have like two different levels. So when I add their week to final surge, I have, uh, like it's, it's, um, they all receive basically the same thing, but I put group one and group two. So they place themselves in, in the group they believe because it's not only that, yeah, it's dividing a little bit saying, okay, this group is stronger than that. But it's also maybe I, I always say like, you have to read the workout and place yourself where you think you, you belong that day. Right. So maybe you don't have time. You're, you're, you, you can go for group one that day, but uh, I don't know, group two is going to go for a shorter workout and, and you join that group that day. So it's not a huge group. It's, I think during the summer I had a bit more, but now like during the winter is, is a little bit more difficult to motivate them, but, but the group is there. And I think I've got, I've got, at least 10 who are sticking to it. And, um, and suddenly when this started, it was difficult to, because at, at the weekends I, I set up this workout outdoors and it's like uh, a circuit functional workout and they love it. They have a lot of fun and there's a lot of running and jumping and, and agile uh, agility things and, they, they enjoy it a lot, but suddenly I, I had to deal with the fact that I couldn't do that anymore. And um, it was so, so I, I couldn't either, I, I couldn't even tell them go for a run because they cannot go for a run or bike or not all of them have bikes. So I started sending them links to videos that I've been doing myself. So at home, I, I sometimes I follow some some core workouts or, or just cardio or legs, arms, whatever. And, and then because I got this, uh, this, this good uh, software for the school, I thought, I asked them, okay, so what do you think about doing a yoga class online? And they were all super happy and yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and Gerard said, why don't you, why don't you communicate that in your Instagram so that other people can follow? But I'm, I'm very shy about it. And <laughs> I thought, no, 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 no. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to make this something public because maybe I don't think I would feel comfortable. <laughs> and he convinced me of, and he said, can I, can I do it with, can I record it with my, I'll, I'll do half a class and then can I record it? And I was like, no, 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 no. But then I said, okay. Like I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so it was funny because I had on one side, I had my computer with, um, with people from the group who were following me with the, with the sequence I, we, we do together, which is like, it's called vinyasa. So it's a very active uh, sequence in yoga. And Gerard was doing the live. And, and when we finished, people were, uh, he said, oh, so, so a lot of people joined and, and started doing it with you. And it was really nice. And, 
and it was I, I was happy because I saw there were kids. I, I received uh, pictures of parents who sent me like, oh, my daughter was doing it, and and she loved it. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. So it was something like uh, I I I didn't I I didn't have uh, the intention of calling attention to to this or anything or gaining anything with this. Yeah, I was doing this for my group. But then I realized that people are at home and and people desperately need need something. They they are they really want something, and the kids are the ones who want who need something the most. And and so yeah, I w- I was really really happy. And I always say like uh, yoga is something that it's it's for me it was life changing. I think. Maybe I, I became a different person after I started doing yoga. And and it's not just only following a sequence or being able to, to, to do a posture, but it's the whole thing that is behind it. So, so I had a really good teacher who always talked to us a lot about Buddhism and, and, and the philosophy and everything behind. And one thing he said is like, when you roll your mat in the end of the class, yoga doesn't stop there. So you you need to take yoga to your daily life. And that's what I learned about it. It's maybe when you're washing dishes, you're you're um, trying to be present, yeah? Because I don't know, when you're brushing your teeth or you're washing the dishes or doing anything that is automatic to you, your head just shift somewhere else and you're always thinking about other things and and if you're doing it with attention to what you're doing that's bringing your conscious to to the present moment and being aware of what you're doing and simple things like that so so i i think i learned a lot with that and i always try to to um share this with other people and maybe yes, maybe Gerard helped me, <laughs> motivated me to to share a little bit more of yoga with with other people who are willing to do it as well. Yes, because I think it's important because Manu uh, uh, is a great teacher, and I think for the people it's a motivation, it's a good motivation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and and even that that connection. Uh, you know, all of us are isolated in some form or fashion right now. Most of us, even those of us who <laughs> who don't go out very often. I mean, I, I very rarely do anything social because I'm either just working or training or with my kids. Um, but um, but being able to connect, being able to do what we're doing right now, um, checking in on one another um, and making sure that, that we're okay. Um, and, you know, ideally if it, we're possible to do it through video um, with good sound quality as well, like you're able to do with your classes and with your students. Um, you know, that's really important. And I, and I'm hopeful um, kind of like what we were talking about before we started this, I, I'm hopeful that through this process, more and more people will, um, will learn how to use these tools and, and that these technologies will also advance and become more efficient and, and more accessible to, to more people. Um, I, I have spoken to my nieces and nephews more in the last two weeks than I probably have in my entire life combined. 
like I, 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 they're in another country and I'm connected to them. I, I've spent more time having one-on-one conversations with, with my kids or with my siblings, um, in person and remotely, um, than I have in a very long time. And, and so it, in some ways there, there's a lot of good that might be coming <laughs> from this downtime, uh, even as stressful and as, as scary as it, as it might seem and as restrictive as it might seem. Um, man, I, 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 it makes me appreciate my, my family even more. Um, it makes me appreciate my, my kids even more. It makes me appreciate my parents and my in-laws and, and neighbors and, and just people, uh, you know, when I, when I have been out, mm-hmm. I have, I don't think there's a single person there. There was maybe one or two incidents, but the entire time that this whole thing has been going on when I've either been running or riding a bike or even just driving down the road. Um, when I haven't like actually seen people's eyes and, and we've acknowledged one another, like they, most of the time we're always in so much of a hurry that people don't say hi, even on the trails. <laughs> like, um, and even though we're supposed to be keeping our social distance, like if people see each other on the road, like every single person that I've seen on the road, whether they're in a car or on a bike or on a ro- or running, they they're excited to see another person because they're, they're kind of barren right now, you know, no one's out. And so it's like, Hey, that person, that's another human being. And that's a, that person has the same, has some of the same needs and worries and fears and doubts and concerns. And and we're all dealing with the same, some of the same things. And, um, I, in some ways, like I said, the, this simplicity, it it might, might actually be, uh, for the good of humanity. It, it it is sad that there will be loss of life. And I, and I don't want to diminish that. I don't want to seem the least bit insensitive about that. Um, it's sad that, that it takes a crisis like that, like this to, to, for us to recognize some of the things that do need to change about healthcare, about yeah. <laughs> hygiene. Yeah. Um, and, and yet at the same time, um, there are some really good things that I think are coming out of this as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I think it, it really does bring, uh, people, people are coming together in a way. I think maybe, um, uh, yeah, we, we. If you look back, when has everybody fought for or gone in the same direction or fought for the same thing? Never, right? So each one has a different interest, and each country is thinking about one different thing. And then suddenly, it's like the whole world uh, wants to to is is trying to fight uh, this virus, and it's suddenly like okay every everyone is fighting for the same thing and and the truth is it really brings us together uh, as you said I, I have spoken to to friends that are very close friends but we we never see each other we just send a message once in a while and then suddenly it's like okay no let's have this video chat everyone together and my family the same and and yeah, we could have done this before. Why why haven't we? And why are we doing this now? Maybe because we're so vulnerable right now and we're scared and and everybody's uh I don't know. I think everybody is a little bit more 
sensitive or I don't know. Yeah, in in a way, I feel like we're going through this horrible thing. But at the same time, I feel there's a lot of peace as well. It's if, if in one hand, people are very aggressive because they're at their limit. On the other hand, uh, there's also like good. Yeah, I, I can see good things as well. And as Gerard said in the beginning, and as you just said, uh, I hope we learn from that. And I hope this going through this makes us reflect upon the lives we, we have, the lives we live, and change bad habits we have, uh, and, and just not forget about it. So, so yeah, I think I, I wrote about this uh, in Instagram some days ago, and We we are we are capable of of forgetting about bad things. We we have this ability, and and I just hope we don't do this right now. I I just hope we remember that this is really bad and this really hurts, and just try to 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 live in a different way and care about the planet, care about other things that we we realize now are maybe the planet is healing, the planet is recovering a bit, and. And the planet needs that too. So yeah, we're forced to it. Yeah, and and you know, in some ways, yes, the economy has been impacted and will be impacted. But in some ways, it might actually um, improve work and work conditions for people. It might improve um, the quality of life, not just by it, it will. And, and as a side. Um, benefit it it may improve um our carbon footprint so to speak like it might reduce the the carbon footprint of each of us um because i i think as more and more companies realize that once their workforce even if they weren't expecting it um can do much of what needs to be done from home <laughs> not that it's yeah. easy or that it's everyone's preference or that it's uh, and that transition certainly isn't easy and, and even just adopting a new technology or um it, even even buying a new piece of technology and trying to learn how to use it i, I find that sometimes i'll get excited or feel like i really need to get something to because <laughs> i need I need the latest version or whatever um, in order to be able to do my job more efficiently. I have a hard time like actually making the transition <laughs> because it's like, uh, for example, in Vinyl Surge, like I still don't use the new version of Vinyl Surge, the beta, just because I I'm so accustomed to using the older version. Um, and uh, it's the same with new programs and like the Office Suite and things like that, or even transitioning from a PC to a Mac. Those, those transitions can be hard. And I remember when I was a teacher, how difficult some of those transitions were when I was used to one curriculum and then a new curriculum would get brought in. Or, um, I mean, I, I, I like learning and I like picking up new things, but, I, but even just moving from one email platform to another or whatever, that's, that's hard for most of us. Um, and yet at the same time, um, you know, hopefully through this process, we will all have gained enough digital literacy and like i said technologies will have improved so much that that some of what what has always traditionally been or thought to be limited to one space might be something that we can do from a different space do remotely and more of us will have that opportunity um and and i i think that that could be a good thing i mean it's not that that doesn't impact the environment at all but it could reduce the amount of time that we spend commuting or um, and then that could be more time 
on our bikes or out in nature or planting a garden yeah. <laughs> or so preparing our meals rather than going through a drive through um, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, well, it's a, uh, it's really refreshing just to, to hear from both of you and mostly it's, it's good to know that you're okay and that you're safe and that you're doing what you can to protect yourselves and your community and that you're taking care of yourselves and, and your, your athletes. Um, I know it's hard at this time, not knowing what to expect. Uh, last time we spoke, we were talking about, um, the races that you had on your calendar. Um, and you, and you have raced some since then. Um, I think we spoke before you ran the coastal challenge. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I know that that wasn't the most pleasant experience for you in some ways. Um, but it seems like that was, that was ages ago. And, um, and when we think of what we're currently dealing with, with what we consider to be difficult situations in running, um, there's almost no comparison. I think we can learn from those challenges, but um, I think we're all in a different place right now, <laughs> recognizing what really is important. Um, uh, that being said, we really, we're really looking forward to having the two of you uh, at the Trans Selkirks run. We are hopeful that all of this will be resolved um, with plenty of time for you to get back to training and uh, come and see us in beautiful Revelstoke, British Columbia. Um, we, we chatted offline, um, but I'm, I'm with, with Gerard or, or Blackie as he, as he goes by. Um, I, I think it would be really good if you could share what you're doing with, with more people. Would you be, would you be interested or willing to do a, either record a, a yoga routine in in english or in portuguese or spanish or in catalan um so that more people could participate um and and maybe we could we could announce if it's going to be live or or we could share it if it's not yeah yeah i i i would so i was i was just uh doubting it the other day because i thought uh i'm not a yoga teacher and and what i do with with the group is I just practice the sequence I know and I just follow an audio my sister recorded from my teacher in Brazil and it was actually the class I, I, I did all the time and I just what I hear what he says and I just say it in Spanish so that they can follow with me okay and and this is why maybe I was like oh but this is this is not mine and, and it's not, but, but I never said it's mine either. I just, uh, follow, um, a class. Yeah. And other people follow the class with me, which is what yoga is about. It's actually, uh, you follow someone and everyone does it together and there's a really nice energy shared and, and people are always happy, and and that's the feeling I, I got. So after Gerard uh, convinced me or not convinced me, but he recorded it, I I realized that he was right, and that there were a lot of people who were who were thankful, 
And I was saying like, but but I'm, I'm not doing anything. I'm just doing yoga, which is good for me. And then I realized it, it's not only good for me, it's good for everybody. And and sharing this with people is something nice. So, so yes, yes, I definitely, I think if we could have more people watching it or doing it, uh, it would be really nice because I think people would be happy. That's the feeling I got after, after we did that, is that people were happy saying, when are you doing this again? Because I would like to join. So, so yes, yes, you can count on me. I, I would definitely do it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And, and again, whether it's live or whether it's something that we can record and then share so that people can watch it at their own uh, convenience on their own schedule. Um, I, I, I've been overwhelmed by the amount of <laughs> requests for things that people can do at home. Um, because some people don't have a treadmill or they don't have a spin bike or, um, you know, I'm looking at my little indoor setup and, and I have, um, mostly some bands, some exercise bands and, uh, resistance bands. And I, I do have a, um, what's it called? A hex bar <laughs> to do squats and deadlifts. <laughs> and I have my spin bike and, and, and then the treadmill in the garage. Um, but I know a lot of gyms are closed and, and people aren't able to go to those either. And, uh, and some people are confined to their homes like you guys are. And so, uh, yoga, we're all, we're all in need of healing. Yeah. Um, and, and I know that you, that yoga has been something that has, has helped you, um, you know, mentally, physically, spiritually, it's helped countless people. Um, it has helped me. Uh, I, I, I got injured, uh, I think it was 2014, and couldn't walk for like four months. And the only thing that fixed me was yoga. <laughs> like it wasn't rest. It wasn't surgery. It was the only thing that would actually get in. It wasn't massage. It wasn't chiropractors. It was the only thing that would fix me was, was yoga. And, um, and it was a really hard time. Like I was, uh, my life was a mess. <laughs> my training was non-existent. I was, um, I was really struggling um, with a lot of things. And, um, and yoga was the only thing that, that helped address that. And, and I think it healed my mind as well and my heart. Um, and I, so I would like to participate personally, um, whether that's live or, or in a recording. Um, and, and like, like Gerard said, you, you are a very good teacher and, and there are a lot of people that look up to you. Um, you're genuine, you're authentic. Um, and we, we just want to share that <laughs> with as many people as possible because that's what, we all need right now is positivity, um, and light. Um, so thank you for, for being so positive in such a challenging time and for inspiring and helping so many. Thank you. Uh, it's really nice to hear that. Uh, if you can convince Gerard of doing yoga one day, that would be something big. I try, I try to do yoga, but it's not easy for me because I'm a tronco man. <laughs> I'm not Steve, elastic. Steve. Elastic? Yeah, you're. I'm Steve. not elastic, and it's it's so so hard because uh, I play tennis a lot of years, and I I don't stretch, no stretch, stretch, stretch yeah. mm -hmm. never. And now it's so so complicated, and it's so hard to do yoga. It's so so hard. So so for he, me. he I think he was a little bit. Uh, he he didn't want to try it. I always said. Come on, uh, 
I'm I'm doing yoga now. Why don't you Why don't you join me? And he always said, No, 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 no. But no. I did yoga three <laughs> times, three or yeah, four times. Yeah, but with the group when we started doing it, uh, one day we invited a friend of ours, yeah. hippie. Hippie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and Gerard said, Oh, okay. If he's doing it, I'm doing it too. And he was actually surprised. No. Yeah. After. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You liked it. I like it, but. <laughs> But yeah, yeah I, I will never. I will never have like we're not going to do something where we can share the video back and forth. I would. I want to watch what you do, but I don't want anyone else to see what I can't do. Like I, so I, I'm. I, I'm like Gerard. I um, my body. I grew up playing on hard surfaces, <laughs> basketball and things like that. Uh, my body doesn't move very well, um, and so it's it's very stiff and. Uh, and it's it's painful to do a lot of yoga for me, um, but there are certain um, stances or, or positions or movements that that really help open things up for me and 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 allow me to actually move the way that I need to move. Um, but by no means do I want <laughs> anyone to see what I am not capable of doing. I'll just throw that out there right now. I'm I'm not good at that sort of thing. I, I can't sit cross legged. Um, I'll go to like a the library or to like a community well where there when there used to be indoor community um like place play places for kids and everyone else is like sitting on the floor cross-legged with their kids and i'm just like almost laying down on the ground because i can't sit down i either i'm just standing there or i if i sit down my i have to have my legs completely stretched out um i can do a hurdle stretch um (laughs) So I, I can do like a, have my, my foot and my, and my leg back behind me, but that just looks weird. Like I'm trying to do a hurdle stretch around a bunch of kids, but I, I can't sit compactly. My, my, my legs don't move that way. So I, think I, feel that, like, <laughs> I don't know, maybe with Gerard, his, um, his thing was, uh, some people look at yoga, like, um, uh, I, I would never be able to do that because it's just like doing nothing. Yeah. yeah, the feeling of ah, it's stretching, but it's doing nothing. And then uh, what I always say is like you have to think of so many things when you're in a posture, and your legs have to be like work. Your legs are working, your your abs are working, your arms are working, and your everything, your whole body is working. And if you're not, you're not doing it well. So when I when I re- when I say what you have to do, yeah, when they're, when they're following with me and I say, okay, now, um, I don't know, whatever posture. So think about your uh, right leg is working, the left leg, your weight is on your heels. Don't let your knee fall. In, and, and there's so many things you need to think of when you're in a posture. And it's right. If I don't say anything, they'll just stand there without doing anything but then when you remind them of all the things they need to do and everything in your body that needs to be working and then it's like wow this is hard and and you sweat and it's like oh but this is yoga i thought i wasn't gonna sweat and the next day you feel sore and it's uh it's a good feeling and i think with gerard this is what he experienced yeah the day after (laughs) I need to do something and sweat a little bit for yeah. I consider sport, you know? <laughs> if I don't sweat, 
I don't do anything. I don't did anything. No, I, I didn't do anything. I didn't. Yeah. Well, and and there are there are um, there are ways that you can incorporate Pilates or different core routines into yoga, and and I'm not saying that you need to do that, but there one thing that um, that is is hard for me is is when people think that you you just need to um you have to stick to the way it's always been done and or that um kind of like you said manu you know i appreciate that you want to recognize your instructor and say that you give give your instructor credit um and that it's something that that you learned from someone else and that that it's it, it is essentially their routine but chances are your instructor learned that routine from someone else and um again the, the the point of yoga is not about ego <laughs> the point of yoga is to is to learn to detach from that and to yeah. and to you know be present and 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 hopefully to share that <laughs> with other people but but the same goes for for anything that i do with coaching yes you know there there's a lot of demand for people want me to put my my name behind something or want me to write an article or create a a video of what I do and I can't take credit for any of it. You know, it, at the very least, the people that are helping me create the videos deserve most of the credit. But as far as the ideas, it's all just, it, sometimes it's like you, like you said, sometimes it's exactly what one coach taught me, or a lot of times it's a combination <laughs> of a bunch of things that I picked up over the years and just trying to bring it together. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully during this time, people don't get caught up on that. I mean, I, we, we should all do our job or, or the best we can to give people credit where credit is due. But at the same time, like recognize that we're all just trying to survive and <laughs> no one's trying to build a name for themselves really, other than just we're trying to help each other out. And, um, so I, I think yoga is a really good way to start. I, th I think, uh, actually, I think you, you said this in an article once that, that we wrote together, um, that if if more people did yoga, the world would be a better place. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I think now the time to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe that. Yeah, you're right. Now everybody has more time. Everybody's indoors, and and I think a lot of people are are accessing this right now, and and it's good because I think it it can change a lot. It can change people. It really does. Well, Malk and I recently spoke and, and we, we talked about, again, how this could be an opportunity to to work on durability or agility. So a lot of the things that you did do with your team, you know, you may not be able to run with the with the parachutes or the tires or, you know, some of those things. But there are some drills and, and skills that, you know, in a small space in, a, in an apartment or in a house, some of those things can still be done or or some of that um, some of the resistance band work or or even just foam rolling <laughs> there, yeah. there's so much that that we often say we don't have time to do it's like well if you're binge watching you're you know you're, you're looking for things to stream while you're stuck indoors who says you can't foam roll while you're doing those things or or who says you can't do some clamshells or or a lunge matrix or you know a whole host of different things so um i and you know it's possible that people might come out of this a little bit more durable and uh, a little stronger and better able to handle the increased amount of training that they they'll be able to do when they when they get out or you know for people that are outside right now um, I think some people might actually be increasing their volume their training volume because they they're able to go outside or, or maybe they do have a treadmill and stuff like that but but rather than just 
um, going out and forcing more time on your feet or, or higher intensity, uh, now might be a good time to, to focus on some of those other things. And, and, and yoga is certainly one of them. Um, I like to do it before and after I run, but so is that, that foundation series and some of those other agility things as well that, um, that could be helpful for all of us. Um, yeah. And, and even if you, I, I mean, yeah, if people who can run and who can, train now uh i don't know some the other day i i was in a live uh interview and we were talking about this and i and i was just saying like what what's the point because nobody's racing now or we we don't know when we're we're not preparing for anything right now and seeing what's going on it's it i think it touches us in in a way that uh i don't know everybody is is sad yeah it's i don't know it's really hard i i don't think i would be able even if i could go if i could go for a run i would just enjoy the fact that i'm running because this is what i miss right now it's the fact i i want to run just for the feel but not not i, I would never go for uh i don't know a, a fart leg <laughs> or something because i don't see the point right now it's just uh we have to we have just have to wait for this to go by until we think of racing and start building again and then with a goal and with with a reason i think now what we do is we just to 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 feel good with ourselves yeah yeah Well, I, I think that's a, a really good way to end it um, is just be grateful for what we have. Um, look at the, the bounty the, that we do enjoy. Uh, be grateful for the good health that we enjoy and, and try and do our part to make sure that um, as many of us are able to survive this um, as possible and that there's as few negative effects on on each of us individually and collectively um as possible and that and that we make the most of whatever circumstances we find ourselves in so yeah. thank you both for for who you are and what you do and um the leaders that you are for those in your local community and and those of us around the world um you, you're both um people that i look up to uh role models um I, I admire you a lot and, and I know I'm not alone in that. There are a lot of, there are a lot of people that, that look to you um, for, for inspiration and, and direction. And, and so we thank you for sharing your wisdom with us and, and your experience today. Thank you. And, and thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for everything. And I hope, I really, really hope to see you in, in August in, in Canada, because I, yeah. I really We're excited to, to be there with you. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. That's that's what we want the most for the year. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's that's what we want really bad as well. Um, it, not not just for us because it's it's our job, but also um, it would mean that that this was behind us, and and we really hope that happens sooner than later. Um, and and we really want to see you and meet you in person and uh, and get to share that beautiful place with you and, and with others from around the world. Uh, it, it will be a, a celebration um, for many. So yeah. We hope that we get to, to do it in August. So thank you. Thank you, thank you Jacob. <laughs> thank you, Jacob. 
Thank you. Thanks again for listening to the Art and Science of Running podcast. If you found this episode interesting, entertaining, inspiring, or informative, please share it with your friends on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, and tag the Art and Science of Running so that we can reshare it. Better yet, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. This will help others with similar interests find this free resource that we've created for listeners around the world. Many thanks in advance. I'm going for a walk